This is a Handshake Agency podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Green Room Podcast on the Handshake Agency Network. Thank you for listening. I think we've only done this like a handful of times before, but this is a bonus episode. We call it a mini-sode because, I don't know, we're fancy like that. On this episode, Bob Odenkirk, who many will know as Saul from Breaking Bad, better call Saul. If you know him back in the day, he uh, was on a very popular show called Mr. Show. He is in a new film called Nobody. Uh, There's been a lot of buzz about this film because it's written by the people behind John Wick, obviously the very famous Keanu Reeves action movie, uh, and directed by a Russian director called Ilya Naishula, uh, who has made this film. If you've seen the trailer, it is a little confusing in that you're not sure if it's a thriller, if it's a comedy, if it's an action. Without giving anything away, it is all of the above. It is about a seemingly ordinary man who has his house robbed, He goes to exact vengeance and then becomes a target of a Russian drug lord and Russian mob. Seems like a lot of fun, and it is. And Bob was kind enough to come on the show. Now, I believe he's actually in pre-production for the latest and final season of Better Call Saul. So he didn't have a lot of time. So he was kind enough to come on the show. It was too good not to throw this out there. That's why we're doing it as a little fun mini episode. So Bob jumped on the podcast to talk about the film, obviously, the making of it. Um, it, it's got a lot of big names as well. There's there's one music star who I don't want to say because that's a big spoiler, but Christopher Lloyd, of course, Back to the Future. Doc, he's in this film. It's so great. We spoke about that and we spoke a little bit about what you can expect from the final season of Better Call Saul. So without further ado, here is the mini-sode of The Green Room with Mr. Bob Odenkirk. So we'll get straight into it. Um, congratulations on this film. I've, I was waiting for this film for months. After watching the trailer, I couldn't tell if it was a thriller, a comedy, an action, or what. And I know you've done some interviews ahead of this, and you said that the director actually said, coming into this, he wanted to make an action movie with a dramatic actor who used to do comedy. There's if- more to that, Neil. Oh, yeah? Ilya Neishuler, the Russian director of Nobody, said to his agent, I want to make an action movie starring a dramatic actor who used to be a comedian produced by 8711. He said though that qualification. 8711 is the name of a stunt team in Los Angeles and a production company as well. It's the best stunt people in the world. They're the ones who do Deadpool, John Wick, Atomic Blonde, so many great movies. So that was actually one part of his whole request to his agent. And uh, look what we got. As a fan, like that that sentence makes sense, given what you've done with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. But as someone who's been a fan of your comedy for as long as I can remember, I don't like the idea of he used to do comedy. How did that sit with you when you heard it? Oh, that's okay. I mean, I used to only do comedy. Uh, That was true. And I still do comedy. And I... This movie is funny, and it's just not funny in a diehard way, like where the character is being cute and thinks he's funny, but rather it's funny in an audacious, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. Oh, my God, I can't believe they went that far way. Uh, And there's some things that happen that are 
pretty fucking funny. Um, but, um, but my character in it is not being cute. He doesn't think that his situation is kind of funny. He's actually uh, intense and scared and um, worried and trying desperately to succeed. Obviously, there's always going to be comparisons to John Wick. I've kind of said, like, John Wick meets Taken, but a little bit funny. Like, those scenes where, without giving spoilers, you know, Hutch is trying to get back the kitty cat bracelet. The bus scene, which, again, no spoilers, but that is probably the most believable a fight scene you're going to see. And everyone's been in that position where a bunch of dickheads are just in a group and you just want to do something. But for the most part, you don't. How important was it to, to make that relatable and believable when you're doing a big action film? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that this movie goes to like big giant places with the Russian mob and a bunch of killers coming after me. But it starts from like really believable tensions and frustrations of life, you know, the couple who are getting a little tired of each other, uh, the break in where the dad doesn't really grabs a golf club and doesn't do anything, which is the right thing to do. Uh, but feels like he didn't do enough. And the son, the teenage son, who's like, dad, you're a wimp. You didn't do anything. You know, all these things are even losing the kitty cat bracelet or not being able to find it and wanting so badly to find that thing for your daughter, that stupid little thing that your kid loves that you can't find. And you're like tearing your hair out going, where's the goddamn kitty cat bracelet? as you fish through the couch or behind the seat of the car. You know, these are all kind of relatable things, but blown up into movie land. Um, that was all really important to me. I, I wanted to play a lead character that was as relatable as possible. It, it, you know, a lot of the action leads of the last 15 years, and they're great. I love Jason Bourne, but you know, to a great extent, Jason Bourne is on an autopilot. Even he doesn't know that he has these skills. It's sort of like, you know, it's a great conceit and it's a fun movie. I love him. But, you know, he clicks into action gear and he's kind of a robot that kills. Um, but I wanted to play somebody who, when he punches somebody, it hurts his hand. And when he gets hit, he he's bleeding and it, it doesn't just hurt for a second. It, it keeps hurting. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, relatability was really what I thought I could contribute to this genre. And surprisingly, you've said before that filming this film was similar to when you were doing things on SNL, Mr. Show. Is that because of having to make it as believable as possible? So when you hear cut, you, you kind of do fall in a heap of laughing because that's what, that's what the whole point is. It's believable. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, the, the way in which for me it was similar to those shows Action, what I discovered is that action sequences are sort of like comedy sketches, right? They're, they're controlled, they're a short length of time. They, if you do them well, they tell a little story. There's kind of a journey that you go on. Um, there are surprises along the way. If you know, you saw the bus fight, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but a great thing happens in the middle and the character could just go home. <laughs> he doesn't have to keep fighting, but he has an option to leave. And he, I don't want to wreck it for you, but, you know, there's a little like little story that you tell in like seven minutes, eight minutes, you know, it's just like a comedy sketch. So there's this great feeling of reward when you finish a sequence 
um, just like just like a comedy sketch. And obviously, you've trained for this for two years. Uh, are you more than happy now to go back to to doing the the no. smaller dramatic films and comedy, or are you now going to apply well, to be the next James Bond? Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I would love to do more action, and I do continue to train because it's good for you, and I find it interesting, and uh, it's kind of become a part of my life now. Um, and I would love to do another action film. You know, I, I, my favorite action film is Police Story, Jackie Chan. And Jackie directed that. And it's got a real cute, funny, likable sense of humor throughout, even in the fights. You know, nobody is kind of cold-blooded, brutal fighting. Uh, and again, you laugh, but you laugh at the audaciousness of it. Whereas in Jackie Chan, he'll do a move that makes you smile. And I want to do that. So if I get to do more action, I'm going to try to do a movie that has that Jackie Chan smile in, in the fighting. Right. And I imagine moving on now, it's the, at least for the next couple of months, your priority will be Better Call Saul, right? Yes, absolutely. We're shooting the final season and it's monumental. All right. And Bob, we can't wait. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, good you. luck with it. Everyone needs to see this film. Thanks again, man. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for listening to the bonus episode of the Green Room Podcast. And thank you to Bob Odenko for coming on the podcast. The film is called Nobody. It is out tomorrow. That is April 1. Well, it could be out now if you're listening later. Maybe be on time with listening to the podcast. Try that, listener. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Nobody is out in theatres April 1. Be sure to check it out. And we'll be back with normal programming on the Handshake Agency Network very soon. Head over to thepodcast.com.au if you want to hear more. And we'll talk to you very soon. Griffiths is a podcast from the Handshake Agency Network, produced by Neil Griffiths, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker, executive producer Craig Treweek.